Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. My name is Yana. I'm from Belarus. This war reminds me of World War II. Partly because Putin has attacked Ukraine at 4 a.m. exactly the same time when Hitler attacked Soviet Union in 1941. And this war is very hard to understand for our Slavic nations of Belarus, Ukraine and Russia. Our country are not only neighbors, but also share culture and history. And my family lives in Belarus. I have relatives and friends in Russia also and Ukraine. And many Russians have friends and relatives in Ukraine. And we all speak the same language and how this strategy could happen in in today's world, this is hard to understand. And Russian army is attacking Ukraine all over the country. And they use tanks, bombs, rockets, weapons in many Ukrainian cities and villages. And they attack people's homes, daycares. They, uh, people are died, kids are died. It's terrible. That was a young woman from Belarus named Yana currently a student at a university in Florida. She spoke to my friend Matt Bruce Monday on his nationally syndicated radio program, The Captain's America Third Watch. It's easy to fall into the danger zone of not seeing the people in a conflict such as we are seeing in Ukraine. It's easy to fall into the trap of message compartmentalization because that's what we are fed by the mainstream media. Sound bites, carefully edited video, and a cleansed and carefully managed narrative delivered to us as the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But if the recent COVID event has taught us anything, it is this. You're a moron if you consume the information coming out of our governments, the media, and the globalist agencies and organizations as truth sacrosanct. This doesn't mean that all the information is manufactured. What it does mean is that we have to be very wary about what we see, hear, and read, and that we must consume information in a 360-degree manner, not just from our preferred information outlets. This includes social media, 
perhaps the biggest threat to truth and the dissemination of accurate information ever inflicted upon mankind. If you're gleaning your information exclusively from social media, you are far from accurately informed. And if you're consuming memes as a reliable information source, well, I really am left speechless. There was a time back in the 1960s and the 1970s when the standard position of the day was question everything. In fact, for many political opportunists currently in power in the United States, most members of that cultural revolution everyone wants to wax so nostalgic about, the idea of questioning authority was a mantra. It wasn't rare to hear people like John Kerry Eric Holder, and even Hillary Clinton uttering the phrase, never trust anyone over 30. Yet today, these same societal malcontents and revolutionaries of the 1960s and the 1970s take to the cameras and the microphones and say the same words they loathed 50 years ago. Trust me! I'm here to tell you, to plead with you, to trust nothing at its face value. Question everything. Resist the cancer of groupthink. Resist the pack mentality and cling tightly to your individualism. Embrace the responsibility of critical thinking. Find out the facts for yourself. Divine them. Seek them out. This doesn't mean you have to become a loner in the world. It means the lazy days of letting others figure it out for you. The days of allowing others to think for us. Well, they simply must be over. That way of living has allowed some very bad people, both power-hungry and greedy, to capture positions of power that threaten our right to be individuals, to make decisions for ourselves, to be the masters of our own destinies. These bad actors, activists elected to office that are supposed to serve the people, not lord over them, and self-anointed potentates, are threatening to transform not just the United States of America, but the world to a new world order based on the economic model preferred by the autocratical elite, the commu-capitalist model currently used by communist China. Think that's a conspiracy theory? Crazy talk? If you do, you have to familiarize yourself, and quickly, with the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. I say to do it quickly because... Its implementation is currently underway. They're moving forward, whether you understand it or not. I'm asking you to think for yourselves and to question every piece of information coming out of the mainstream media and government mouthpieces because of several responses I received from an article I wrote titled, Ukraine Claims Russia Has Detonated Illegal Devastating Thermobaric Superweapon. Available to read over at undergroundusa.com. Basing my analysis on verified and corroborated reports from people on the ground in Ukraine about the likelihood that Vladimir Putin has green-lighted the deployment of thermobaric weapons and that the Russian military has indeed already used cluster bombs, both of which are prohibited by treaties and the Geneva Conventions, I was shocked to read comments in Trump-related and conservative-leaning social media groups that existed in complete denial of the reports of the weapons use. One person immediately decried, It's the whole WMD rationale for going to war! Don't listen to it! 
If I hadn't gone back to the top of the thread to make sure the social media group was a Trump-related group, I would have thought I was on a common thread for MSNBC. This type of head-in-the-sand mentality, delivered with a pseudo-authoritative voice on social media, is exactly what someone would advance if, in fact, they were executing a propaganda campaign on behalf of the Putin regime. To believe that such a thing could never take place on social media? Well, if you believe that, you haven't been paying attention for the last 10 years. When I come back, I'll share the words I wrote that provoked the aforementioned response. Then, I ask you this. Don't take my words as gospel truth. Don't ever do that with any piece of information about anything, and especially about something as critical as saber-rattling that could lead to a global conflict that, as the Russian foreign minister said, will be nuclear. Question everything. Seek the truth. Have fidelity to that process. And at this point, challenge everyone who seeks to shut down any line of inquiry and question their motives. They are either sinister, in that the person has an agenda, or they suffer from something infinitely worse, the inability to think for themselves. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salado. I'll be right back after this. He calls democracy messy, props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime, known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? Larry Fink, BlackRock, taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. Уважаемые коллеги, вы видите, что западные страны предпринимают не только недружественные действия в отношении нашей страны в экономической сфере, я имею в виду нелегитимные санкции, о которых все хорошо знают, но высшие должностные лица As Russian leadership begins to realize that taking Ukraine militarily is not the easy task they thought it would be, Vladimir Putin is beginning to exhibit signs of panic and desperation to include the breaking of treaties and the possible commission of war crimes. Ukraine's ambassador to the United States, Oksana Markarova, told reporters outside a closed congressional intelligence hearing on the war Monday, they used vacuum bombs today. The devastation that Russia is trying to inflict on Ukraine is large. As of this taping, Britain's Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, took to the floor of Parliament to say, quote, What we have seen already from Vladimir Putin's regime in the use of the banned musicians they have already been dropping on innocent civilians, in my view, already fully qualifies as a war crime. I am sure the whole House will support that. Unquote. Also to be noted is that Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, made it quite clear that, and I quote, the Third World War will be nuclear and destructive. Unquote. Vacuum bombs, technically known as thermobaric weapons, 
are the most powerful non-nuclear explosive weapons ever developed. The weapons use the oxygen in the atmosphere as part of the explosion chain and are capable of vaporizing bodies, crushing internal organs, and reducing cities to rubble. Thermobaric weapons are considered weapons of mass destruction and are banned under the Geneva Conventions. While there have been no official verification that thermobaric weaponry has been used in the conflict, footage from the war zones shows thermobaric rocket launchers on Russia's TOS-1 vehicles. They are deployed in the battle zone. Footage also emerged verifying the Russian military's use of cluster bombs. These munitions are banned under the Convention on Cluster Musicians International Treaty. Cluster bombs scatter bomblets over an area causing grueling injuries and huge losses of life. International Criminal Court's Chief Prosecutor Karim Khan issued a statement declaring that based on the evidence that has been brought to the court, he's opened an investigation into Russia's use of banned munitions and is executing that investigation, quote, as rapidly as possible, unquote. Adjudication in the affirmative would constitute the execution of war crimes by Vladimir Putin. So why is this important? Putin's potential use of banned weapons of mass destruction. And don't get all caught up with the term weapons of mass destruction. There are many weapons of mass destruction. His use of these banned weapons, and his promise that any global conflict will be nuclear, negates any rationalization cancels any alleged claim to legitimacy for the invasion of Ukraine. It outs him as a ruthless, bloodthirsty agent of conquest, willing to use every asset at his disposal to achieve his goals. It's for this reason his belligerent rhetoric about nuclear weaponry should be incredibly concerning to everyone. The fact that every nation in the world, less communist China, Belarus, Eritrea, North Korea, and Syria, stands against Putin's aggression in Ukraine speaks volumes about the kind of violent totalitarianism he's executing against a people who simply want to be free to determine their own destiny. Putin's Russia, not the Russian people themselves to a great extent, but Putin and his sympathizers, they now join the shortlist of nations that turn a blind eye to human rights atrocities, including enslaving their own people, the creation of political prisoners, and genocide. As of this recording, China declared it would continue normal trade cooperation with Russia. China abstained during a United Nations General Assembly vote Wednesday on a non-binding resolution calling on Russia to halt its war in Ukraine and withdraw its military forces. China was joined by Russia, of course, and Belarus, Eritrea, North Korea, and Syria in dissenting. In the beginning, Putin had a legitimate objection to NATO attempting to include Ukraine, a border nation to Russia, into an organization that was literally created to counter aggression from the former Soviet Union into Western Europe. Before Putin's invasion, NATO had promised Ukraine membership, quote, in the future, unquote. We have to take into consideration how we would feel if everything was reversed. The United States and Russia attempted nuclear Armageddon in 1962 in the Cuban Missile Crisis. 
understandably, the United States didn't want its chief agitator in the world to occupy space 90 miles away from the mainland to use as a staging area for a nuclear weapons strike, thus the crisis. So, when we look at it from our point of view, we understand why Putin may have been concerned. But the chief and ultimately most important difference between the Cuban Missile Crisis and what Putin is doing in Ukraine today is that the United States understood the dire consequences of not using every means possible to avoid a shooting war, including compromise between the two world superpowers in other areas unrelated to Cuba. Putin was, history will record, delinquent in exhausting all avenues to avoid military conflict between his government and Ukraine. In fact, Putin has manufactured reasons for his invasion, including the intimation of a growing neo-Nazi movement in Ukraine, even though Ukraine's president is Jewish. And even though that nation survived the worst mass murder event in World War II, the Babian Yar massacre by the German SS. This is the fundamental difference between the free West and the totalitarian nations of the world. Diplomacy is always the first arrow in the quiver. Nations like Communist China, Iran, North Korea, and the menagerie of lesser despotic governments of the world always inject force into the solutions to their problems. Alarmingly, we saw shades of this in, of all places, Canada during the Freedom Convoy protests. It's spreading. While the genesis behind the conflict in Ukraine is much more complicated than the mainstream media is reporting, and there is blame to be had on both sides, Mr. Putin has permanently ceded the morality on the matter with his nuclear saber-rattling and the very real possibility that he has used banned weapons of mass destruction against the Ukrainian people. He has proven to the world, definitively, that treaties with Russia mean nothing and that his guarantees are hollow. Since the world can't trust Vladimir Putin, and probably never should have, it would appear that the only thing that matters to him now is his legacy, as dark as that now will be. Given that he's taken to quoting Lenin, Stalin, and Khrushchev, we must embrace the fact that there's no limit to what he'll do to achieve his goals. That includes his use of the unthinkable. We must all pray that cooler heads prevail and that the world can avoid the worst-case scenario. And as we pray, we should all stand fast to the idea that a lot of what we are consuming through the mainstream media and via our elected leaders is tainted with agenda and propaganda. We need to question everything and seek the truth for ourselves. When I come back, a few words about mass formation psychology, what it is, and why you need to guard against it. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, back right after this. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi. I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. 
Mass formation psychosis is achieved when a large part of a society focuses its attention on a leader or leaders or a series of events and that attention focuses on one small point, issue, or propaganda set. Those afflicted with mass formation psychosis can be easily manipulated into being led anywhere regardless of data proving otherwise. Dr. Robert Malone, the chief architect in the mRNA vaccine technology, an adamant opponent of mandated vaccination and lockdowns, by the way, has recently addressed the malady in a series of articles over on his Substack page, the latest being Propaganda, Corporatism, and the Hidden Global Coup. In the article, he explains how mass formation psychosis plays into both current and historical events. He cites the success, the evil genius, if you will, of Joseph Goebbels, the chief German propagandist and Reich Minister of Propaganda for the Nazi Party under Adolf Hitler. In his article, he cites Goebbels, quote, There was no point in seeking to convert the intellectuals, for intellectuals would never be converted and would anyway always yield to the stronger, and this will always be the man in the street. Arguments must therefore be crude, clear, and forcible, and appeal to emotions and instincts, not the intellect. Truth was unimportant and entirely subordinate to tactics and psychology. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent, for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie, and thus, by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state." Unquote. Malone writes that Goebbels applied the theories behind what is now described by Dr. Matthias Desmet as mass formation psychosis to practical politics within a nation-state. This is why we need to question everything. Question everything! This is why social media's fraudulent fact-checkers and censorship squads must be seen as disingenuous social engineers and actively complicit in the manipulation of the people around the world. This is why the mainstream media cannot be trusted. This is why we, each and every one of us, must embrace the responsibility of seeking out the facts and questing for the truth among the sea of garbage presented to us on a daily basis. Part of that obligation is to reserve our opinions and determinations until after we have actually read the articles. We've fallen into a very bad habit. A habit of intellectual entitlement, or maybe it's better termed as laziness, that sees many of the most vociferous on social media, and frankly in the mainstream media and government, insisting they know the whole of a subject when all they've done is read the headlines. We can't allow those people to bully a consensus anymore. These are the people who take advantage of mass formation psychosis to achieve their preferred special interests and facilitate their own personal agendas, who execute power grabs and enrich themselves by manipulating others. These are the Vladimir Putins, George Soros's, Bill Gates's of the world, not to mention a significant portion of the elected class in the United States. They're able to manipulate because we've become complacent in our search for the truth, 
in our search for the facts. We taught critical thinking skills in our schools in generations past for a reason. To equip individuals with the ability to think for themselves. Today, we teach children what to think, not how to think. Looking at the state of the world, how would you say that's working out? You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Please check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the mail out so we can get directly to you, not relying on social media, not relying on the internet and hoping that the overlords in Silicon Valley don't shut us down. The midterms are coming and so is the next general election and there will be a purge of truth tellers from the internet and from social media. If you like the podcast, please like it, leave a comment. And when you read the articles, if you like it, even if you don't like it, leave a comment. My name is Frank Salvato. This is Underground USA. We'll be right back after this. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it and it may just save your life. 